to our podcast. This is Chin Do Speaking. I'm with my co-host. Christopher. And um, today, um, but first, we before we even start, um, I just want to acknowledge uh, R.I.P. Kobe Bryant. Um, I'm not a big sports fan, so I, I don't really know too much about Kobe Bryant outside that, you know, he was one of the best basketball players and his work ethic and was one of the youngest people to join the league, but I didn't really follow his career. Um, but still, you know, uh, just seeing how many people he touched, you know, is uh, is a testament to what type of person he was, you know. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. to my favorite athlete of all time. You know, I shed a little tear, too, or three or four or five, six, seven. Okay, I shed 13 tears. Um, but it was, uh, it was, it was heart wrenching once the news came out because you just got an alert on your phone or at least for me, I got a text message just saying like Kobe Bryant did. And I was just like, what? And then just to hear the way that he went out, it was just, it was sudden. It was, uh, it was heartbreaking. It was, it was shaking. It shook everybody. world. you had people who was crying, who I didn't even know watch sports. If they watch sports, they at least knew his name. So definitely, R.I.P. to um, Kobe and his daughter and everybody else who passed away on that helicopter. You know, it's crazy. Life is crazy. Yeah. And so just, you know, just reflecting on this weekend, you know, uh, losing such a great person um, just had me reflecting uh, about just life in general. And, um, you know, life is not guaranteed tomorrow's not guaranteed and i kind of just want to talk about you know what what are you happy with what you are where you are what you're doing in life and what does it mean for you to have lived a great life when it all ends and so that's kind of what we're going to kind of touch on um you know our conversations are kind of fluid so sometimes we diverge from the original topic but that's that's the mindset that we're going into. Um, so yeah, let me let me ask you. Uh, this is this is this is gonna be a deep question. So I hope you <laughs> hope you prepare. I'm prepared. All right, cool. You ask me anything. All right, cool. Um, Happy New Year. I just want to get it out the way. But go ahead. So, what is your year of life worth? What is my what? <laughs> <laughs> What is your year of life worth? Like, if you could put a number on it or you could put, like, a value to it, like, what is a year of your life worth? Like, currency? Currency, whatever you want to put it into. Like, Ooh, that is deep. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, I told you. I wasn't I told expecting you that. Prepared. Boy, you hit me with something different, man. <laughs> this wasn't the pregame notes that we had. <laughs> uh, what is What is it worth? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> You sound like a college professor. <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. Like, will you say is actually valuable? Will you say like a year? A year. Like, say, okay, you're you're given eighty years of life. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you can live up to eighty years. As in, like, I know, at like at eighty, it's over. And right now, say somebody said, okay, for ten years of that, so you would die instead of eighty, seventy. Ooh. Ten years, I would give you ten mil. 
to give you <laughs> 10 of my years? So a million, do- million dollars for each year they take. Nah. Nah. You can't have my... You can't have my life for like a million dollars a year, uh, like a million for a year. For a year, you give me ten dollars to knock me from eighty to seventy. Eighty's not even that old in today's day. Yeah, it's like, it's like actually, let, let me say that back. Eighty in today's is like you're just getting old compared to like back in the day where it's like sixty. Sixty's mm-hmm. a young That's old young, man. Yeah, you know what I mean? That old no so more. basically, if you go take me down from you eighty. Just, you just Probably just getting grandkids. Dog, I just started feeling stuff. Like, from yeah. 80 to 70, I'm like, God, I just got old. So, like, no, you can't take it for $10 million. Like, $50 million. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> $50 million a year? Let's do, let's do $100 million in total. $100 million so in total. So, $10 million a year. See, that's the thing about it. I, I just don't like the feeling or the idea that you're giving me something... Because I'm not, I'm not going to spend that money in 10 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, $100 million and you get 10 of my years where I could actually do something. And I'm not even in the mindset of, oh, if you give me 10 years, you already know how Twitter and, and, and those fake deep people yeah. be. They'd be like, oh, if I'd rather take the years because I can make $200 million <laughs> if like, you give me the 10 years. Like, no, I'm not even saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like I don't need a hundred million. Cause in those ten years, I'm gonna make two bills. Oh, oh right, okay, right, okay. okay. No, okay. All right, hustler stop man. It, stop it. Stop it. All right, hustler man. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that's just a crazy thought. Yeah. Like, like to to give me something. Like I'm giving you something in exchange that is like it's not finite. Yeah. So it's like I'm done. Yeah. And you're giving me something that I can't even use in its full totality what do you mean like i'm not spending a hundred million dollars you know what i mean like if anything once once you you if i give you 10 of my years mm-hmm. and you give me a hundred million dollars i'm gonna buy everything i ever wanted in my life okay in less than a year what else do i buy but you, you also don't have to deal with any tr- money troubles so a house paid off. You can follow your dreams and not worry about income. I guess I don't know. But don't I'm know. saying they give you 100 mil now. 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 So not not in when you're 70, not when you're 60. No, because okay, well, put it like this. Can I give two Can I give two answers? Yeah. I give you yes and no. Right? Okay. Yes because in short sight it would solve a lot of problems today. Yeah. But as you get older your value change. That's true. So I may have a wife, I may have kids, mm. and what if my kid just had a kid, mm. and I want to be around? And you're like, maybe sixty five. <laughs> <laughs> you look at you look at that newborn just crying like, oh, he got five years. <laughs> <laughs> like grandpa, I like you coming to my recital tomorrow. <laughs> you turn five? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh, so like, uh, like no, because. I'm going to change. My value is going to change. That's true. So the same thing that it meant to me at 28 is not going to mean to me even at 29. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because I saw everything. What about you? Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's weird because I think you you kind of touched on it. It's like, can you really put a price on it? Can you put a price on a year of life? You know? Um, It's one of those things. It's like, 
we work, we, we, but if you think about it, we really do spend our time, especially if you're not doing something you, you love. You, we really do spend our life making money, right? You yeah. go to a job, you spend about eight hours a day, and you give that eight hours a day for you to be able to spend money. Um, but it's like it's, it's a balance. Like you, you need to, one, you need to have the, the and I think this is going to be a reoccurring thing for me anyways during this topic, but you need to have the end in mind, right? So, okay, this is something that you're you're spending, you're spending your time, you're doing this to get money, but where does that take you? Where does that lead you? Now, if you just get, I don't know if I could just get 10 years of my life for a hundred million dollars. Cause what, what's the, what's the end in mind? Like what, what does that, what, what am I accomplishing with that hundred mil? And it, now if, if like my mother was sick or somebody close to me was sick and I needed the money to, to help them with their treatment, I would probably consider it. Right. Um, but it's not like I'm I'm doing it for the money now. Mm. It's more like I'm exchanging ten years for some more years for somebody else. Now, question: Now, what if you did that and then they like die in a car accident the next year, and you just like God, leave, man? I just gave you ten years, and then you die the next year. I think I would still be okay with it. It's like it's like you know you. It's like you're a firefighter, right? Okay. And there's a child in the burning house. And you go in there to save the child, but then you guys both end up stuck. Do you not regret, man, I shouldn't have gone to this house to save this child? Even though now the child, regardless if you went in or not, the child's still going to pass pass away. But it's, it's, it's the fact that you could live with yourself knowing that you did your best. Yeah. Um, whereas if you didn't go in the, in the house, you could you would always be thinking like, what if, what if, what if? Um, and I think that's that's the kind of that's the type of mentality I would have. It's like, I, yes, I did give ten years for only maybe a year of life with this person, but at least at least I got to spend. I I I'll probably do that again. That's probably with the mentality I would have. It's like I would do that again, just spend a year with that person. And, and going back to what you just said about how we spend majority of our time in our life mm-hmm. at work, eight hours. You know what I mean? For some, you know what I mean? Yeah. Some, Some people, people is more. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's crazy. You know what I mean? So you would think that because I spend eight hours at work, mm-hmm. that everybody's quality of life would be at least average and above. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have people who who and I definitely experienced it before where you work 40 hours a week 45 hours a week and you're still paycheck to paycheck yeah so you're not really living to to um your best life i guess to use uh devall's saying or anything like that but it's like you're just living to survive <laughs> wait you talking about the song <laughs> yeah <laughs> living my last life <laughs> I, I really was thinking, like, is this a philosopher? No, 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 no. Just a, just a, just a, you know, comedian. Like, as the great Duvall would say, <laughs> you're living your best life. I'm like, wait, what? I don't remember that in philosophy class. Uh, no, but, go but, ahead, my fault. but it's just the idea that, like, yo, a lot of us is, is really just surviving. Yeah. And, and it's, and, and it kind of leaves people, 
it, it it changed their view on what life really is yeah. or what it can be. That's where they put limitations on life, on what it can be, because it's like, oh, some people, if if you were to ask them, they say you are supposed to work mm. and then you're supposed to let the job retire you or yeah. you retire and then use the rest of the money to pay the bills in your house. Yeah. It's always something that's allocated to a mandatory thing you have to do you don't really hear people talking about like things they really want to do yeah. or dreams that they really want to chase is always like you do this so you can do that so you can live you know what i mean as in just i'm talking about like a, a room a, a a house that you have not even live to its full potential you know what i mean yeah i mean it's it's um it's and it, it brings me back to that whole like question that everybody wants to know the the answer to which is what's the meaning of life uh-huh. um because you do have these people who do just to live to just to live they don't like actually live right it's like they live in to die like they just wait until they time to die yeah. and then you do have that I, we mentioned it maybe last episode or episode before that one where um you have people who then live through their kids, like their kids is is their life. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Like everything about the kid is 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 what gives them purpose. I actually heard this saying. I forgot who I heard it from. Um, they say, I think it goes something like, "Your life really don't begins until you bring in a life." I don't. Yeah. I don't necessarily agree with it totality. Yeah. But I can see what they mean by. You now find another purpose when you bring a part of yourself into this world. Like now, the focus to like your point of what you just said goes to that child. Yeah, I agree. So it could be it could be twofold. It could either motivate you to now pursue your purpose to the point where it's like I cannot fail at this. Yeah. I need to make this work because now I have not just me but someone else. Mm-hmm. But then that could lead you into your true purpose, right? Or it could then lead you to the opposite where it's like I can't worry about my passion I need to make ends meet because now I have a a life which can then redirect you away from your purpose or away from your passion and I I know I I remember listening to this TED talk and the person said well the biggest motivation for your kid to live their dreams and to know anything's possible for them is for you to live your dream it's like you could tell somebody not to do something, but if you're doing that thing, why would they listen to you uh-huh. not to do it? It's it's kind of like that, but on the reverse. It's like if you're telling somebody you can't do this, but you're not doing that thing, and you're saying, hey, you could fly off that bridge. Go ahead, fly. But it's like, let me see you fly. You know, hey, but he's like, <laughs> it's like, uh, it's not for me. But go ahead. It's like, uh, nah, I ain't going to just jump off the bridge unless, you know. But if you jump off the bridge and you start flying, my idiot self would say, okay, I've never seen a human being fly. But if he knows something, I don't know. I'm going to mm. try at least. Um, so it's kind of like that for kids. It's like kids usually, and, and you got to also understand, kids learn from seeing other people doing that's how kids learn how to talk nobody goes to a child and says this is this this is some people do but majority of kids just pick up language just like just from being around yeah people you know but yeah i mean i wanted to to know like as far as you um 
because I we I guess we kind of agree on not putting a price on a year of life, but I wanted to know like if if it was all said and done, right? Like let's say you know you see yourself in the funeral setting. Well, before I even ask that, it went. If you were to be able to attend your own funeral, right, and you were able to sit in, can you kind of like describe what you would want people to say about you, or or how you would want people to feel about you? Is that a thought that you ever had, or no? I w- I would say I never thought of <laughs> eulogizing myself. <laughs> like, I don't know why that's so neat, but it's like, deep. Yeah. Even if I mean, I can barely breathe. None of these questions was in the pre-meeting. No, I'm telling you, <laughs> like I just say, none of it was in the pre-meeting before this podcast. No, it, I, I never eulogized myself. I ain't know like um, that I died and I got eulogized myself. But truth be told, um, what would I want people to say? I just want the ones that I love to to love me back, basically, and I mean different things to different people so there's not gonna be one general um feeling or one general uh thing that people will say a lot of people not gonna say the same thing yeah but i want them to know that i love them yeah and that i accept their love too and things like that and i think that's very important to me especially like going back on how we started this podcast with kobe that man Went to went because he's Catholic. He went to his mass early that morning, and then after he went there, he was just taking his normal routine, the way his normal transportation, taking his daughter to the game. You know what I mean? With other uh, with other teammates and stuff, and the family of those teammates, and and just like that, they died. They crashed. Now, granted, there's a lot of things that can play into it. Um fate if you believe in that uh or me personally human error you know what i mean because it was it, it was foggy that day kai but, actually i know we, we talked about um entitlement last episode or, or two episodes ago okay and i know when you was talking about the the knockout game yeah you was like how can you say life is fair and you even brought up the fact that you know um i don't want bad things to happen to me of course when i'm doing something good Right, and it seemed like at that point Kobe was doing something good. Yeah, where he was, he just came from Mass, you know. Where he, depending on what you believe in, it could be good, it could be not anything. But he was also going to, a, I believe, a charity game or or a. Uh, it was his mama's academy, uh, girls' team basketball game. So yeah, so it was mm-hmm. like a youth thing. It was yeah. uh, giving back to the community. So he was going to that. And it seemed like he was, and he was spending time with his his child. He was, you know, helping a, a neighbor out to take them to the game. So it seemed like he was doing something good. Of course. Um, and not, not that if if I'm, I guess the question is not, do you think it was fair? But like going back to my my whole thing, like how can I say how is it me if if I can't say. Or why, how can I say why is it me or why me if I can't say, you know, but why so much worse for this person? Because it's like. Okay, okay, I see, I see, I see. Because it's like, that's, I mean, who's to say that shouldn't happen to Kobe, right? Yeah, but I think that's the humility in you. 
I think that's how we should view everything. Yeah. The way that you just described of, I think that just keeps you in a always servant place, always in a giving place to where it's like, you never stay on yourself. Like, even though I was sad, what helped me get out of my feelings was like, dang, what about Vanessa though? Cause yeah. like, cause like, cause like to me, I only lost my favorite athlete who I never met. Yeah. Who I don't know personally. I just watched him on TV for 20 years. You know it's, what I mean? it's a little bit deeper than that, but I mean, I, I mean, yeah, but but it's not as deep as, as, as deeper as the wife. Yeah. So it, it it helps at that moment to help someone who's hurting more than you. Yeah. Because I know for a fact Vanessa's that she's hurting more than me, and that's how we become better in the society. If if everybody just stay on, because everybody have woes. Yeah. But if everybody take the time to look at someone else oh, and be like, but that's that's worse than me. I shouldn't do that. Yeah. And to go to the other point, I don't know if you were ask it about, uh, do I feel like it was fair? Yeah. Or do I feel like life is fair? Of course life is not fair. Because we live in a, like I, I, as I was going to explain, we live on the earth of humans. Yeah. Making human decisions. It was a yeah. foggy day. They told him not to fly, basically. So a lot, a lot of things can happen just off of human error. You know what I mean? And because we live on this earth with humans... People are gonna mess up, yeah. so it 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 helps me to understand or to try to come to the understanding that I will never understand life. Like it's just it's made it's not meant to be understood. understood. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's meant to be lived. You know what I mean. To live to the best and things like that. Living as Duval said, the great Duval, your best it's life. Your best you know? life. You know, it, and and that's and that's really what you want people to say at at your funeral and things like that. When I'm laying in the casket, I don't, granted, I don't want nobody to say anything bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, wait, wait till I'm in the ground. You know what I mean? But I want them to know that I loved them, you know, and I cared about them while I was here. And one thing that I text you, I text you uh, sometime this week, and I was like, yo, don't wait till I'm dead to give me my flowers, son. And I was like, because like, and then you hit, and then you hit me back and you was like, your flowers wasn't, never intended for the dead in the first place it was always meant for your loved ones you always meant for the you know so it's like i just want people to know that i love them you know what i mean have you have you ever thought about <laughs> yeah I have. <laughs> <laughs> I have it's, it's, it's been a, a interesting um experience i haven't really lost too many people too close to me um it has been a couple of people but nothing too crazy um, but for if if I were to pass, I think I think for my loved ones, I want them to know it was okay. Like, I think I'm at a place in life where I'm comfortable going. Yeah, that, that's all crazy. It's not like I'm suicide. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to die. <laughs> I don't want to die. One eight hundred. You know. One eight hundred hotline suicide. <laughs> Uh, what is it, prevention? I don't know what this. Whatever it is, the hotline is. So you can say at twenty seven that you're at peace if you were to go for yeah, you, for me, for you, for me. Um, I don't think it's gonna happen anytime. I, I, well, I pray it doesn't. Um, but I think I want everybody to, to be okay with it. Like, well, you want people to cry over you. Uh, not for too long. Okay. Like I, I went. Like if they don't, I'm okay with it. They do, I'm okay with it. 
but I wouldn't want them to like be like, why? He was so young. He has so much potential. But this is crazy because you have no kids. You have no wife. You know what I mean? So basically, I'm, maybe I'm putting words in your mouth. Correct me. Um, you're living for your sisters. You're living for your mother, your grandmother. That's the thing. I'm not really living for anybody. So if I had kids and I had a wife, that'd be different. Uh-huh. So then I'm like, I can't go. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go right now. Yeah. Um, like I wouldn't be comfortable because I have those people. But, yeah, I guess, like, my, my sisters and my mother and my friends are, are around. Um, but they're not dependent on me. True. So their life would still not be impacted financially, maybe emotionally, but financially uh, and, and so forth. Their livelihood won't be impacted on me going anywhere. Um, I mean, and so I, I think also I think. When people pass, they're saying that they 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 want more for that person, right? Mm. They want that person to live a little bit longer, or they want that person to, um, like they 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 say, "Wow, that person was going places. Like that person could have done this. It was too soon." And even though all those might be true, um, for me, I can't speak for other people. For me, like. I I accept it just because just you know even just seeing the things that have been going on in your life seeing mm-hmm. all the people that passed recently it's like I accepted that when your time comes your time comes okay. and it's like I don't even know how to put it in words it's like if somebody did me wrong and I, I forgive that person there's no point for my friends to still be mad at that person Right. Like if, if somebody did me wrong, I'm like, you know what? I said I forgive that person. I'm moving on. Let's not let's not, you know, do anything to that person. There's no point for you to start still harbor feelings towards that person that I did me wrong. That. I'll wait, I'll wait. So it's the same thing with death. It's like if I accepted it, I mean it's not I accepted it, it happened. I don't want people to harbor on something that happened to me. Well like grief. Yeah. But grief is not something that you choose to have though. That's the thing too. At least when it comes to other people and beef with other people, even though emotions do play a part, I can choose to like okay, Chen says it's cool, okay, it's cool. But it's still gonna come, right? Yeah, you know, but like with grief, like you're you ain't living for nobody, but that don't mean your mother ain't. You know what I mean? And I think that's the scariest part. And that's and the thing about it is it's like let me ask this question. It just came to me. Yeah. You tried to put a price on, or you asked me, like, what price would I put on some years on my life and yeah. things like that. And do you have a price for you? You said no, basically. Yeah, basically. What do you think your mother value your life? Like, if you were to, because if you're not living for nobody, but she's kind of like, yeah. that's your mother. She she value yeah, her that's kids. Tough, right. You know, she value your your two little sisters and and yourself so like you may say i'm i'm cool but what value do you think she put on you reaching your potential you doing things to actually like fulfill something fulfill a purpose you know what i mean yeah 
I don't know. Like, you gotta ask her. <laughs> oh, that's tough. But just putting me in her shoes is like. Does it matter to you, honestly? So, yeah. So, going back to your grief is not a choice. Mm-hmm. I think that would be one thing I would pray doesn't overwhelm people mm-hmm. if I were to pass. I think that would hurt me more. Like, people are just wrecked. Like, my mother can't get out of bed, or my sister is just doing cocaine. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> while she's in the middle of doing people's makeup going in the back oh, okay. right, another face to do like, I don't know why she gotta wait till you die to do that it's just uh, but I'm just saying like I, I wouldn't want the like okay grief is not a choice but I wouldn't want the grief to take over people's lives I think that would be that's the only thing I wouldn't want now going back to my mother's question like is now if if I knew that the grief was going to take over. I would try my hardest not to die. I don't know okay. how you do that. Power Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what that even means, but because like you, now that, that I won't be as comfortable. Now that I I seen the dynamic between, um, because I'm I'm the youngest. Yeah. So so the dynamic between, um. Even how the youngest child to a parent is totally different yeah. than how the oldest um, to the to the parent because you're the first. So it's more like I, I think of my um, my mother and uh, my brother. They talk even though they was like my mother had my brother when when she was young. So it was almost as if they was like real close friends besides parental. Like my mother was my mother compared to how she was with my big brother, you know? So I can't imagine even like how we grieve as me being the youngest and my brother being the oldest is different because the relationship is different in the sense of like, you're the firstborn. And not only are you the firstborn, especially from your culture, I don't know if it means anything to Nigerian culture, anything to you personally. That's that's major. You are the son. You know, you are the, you're the firstborn and not only you're the oldest, you are a male. So you carry on that name that, uh, that was hand down to you. So (laughs) like, um, yeah, it just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah, that's another thing, right? It's like the death of one person. So I'm kind of recanting on my last statement, but the death of one person or of myself, right, is not really just me, right? Exactly. That, that's basically if, what I was trying to, yeah, to to draw out. It, yeah, it, it's not just a a me thing. It affects everybody that's connected to you. So yeah, then I guess I'm not 100 percent okay with me passing away no more. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> I just finally got the terms with death. I was like, you know what? My time is now. Now I'm here like, what about my mother? What about my sisters? I can't go down this plane. <laughs> I'm still going to be freaking out every air flight I take. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I think that is... Uh, life is just so interesting, you know? It's just... It, it, it is. It's like this thing that we cling on. Like, people... The crazy, we value life so much. Yeah. We value life when we don't value life. I'm going to get to the not valuing life, but we value life so much that we don't let other people take that life. 
Like, we might not know this person. If somebody said, I want to commit suicide, he's like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> like, what's your name, sir? Yeah. yeah. Jim? Jim, don't do it, Jim. Jim, you have so much to live for. There's so many people that love me. Everybody wants to kill me anyways. They say I, I, I'm a tragedy. I, I, it's like, well, I love you, Jim. It's like, we we value life to a point where we would, like, this, this... It's, 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 a, it's a funny, it's not funny, but it's, it's kind of funny, right? Um, like this, 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 I, don't, I can't see anything else that we value life, uh, I, that we value as much as life. But then we, there's so much ill going on in the world where life is not even worth a penny. Like, mm. you know, we don't care about... Th- thousands or hundreds of people that are dying due to war or we don't care about anybody dying from starvation um i think that's more on us though i think that's more of as long as it's not us as long as it's not close to home it's not in proximity yeah yeah. so it's like it's almost it's like it's not real yeah it's it's not happening yeah it's it's, a tv show yeah is that because you only see it on tv yeah but if you lived in it so it's not really, I guess technically it's not really life per se. I mean, it's life. Let me not say that. It's not life per se. It is life. But mentally, we're not seeing it as life life. I don't know if that's effed up or, you know, not, not if that's there's something wrong with that. But then is to but that wasn't even the original point I was going to make. It's, we do things in our life. Where we don't value life. Like, say, for example, you bought a new car, right? Uh-huh. Like a Bentley, your dream car. Uh-huh. You're not letting people walk into your car with shoes on. you like, take your shoes off. Before you <laughs> <laughs> you probably having the best cleaners wash your car every week. You're keeping that car in the garage. If you don't have a garage, you're making a garage just for your car. <laughs> I built you know? it. <laughs> you're making sure the oils is changed every so often. Yeah. You're getting everything checked out. But when it comes to life, we don't do the same. Like, people don't go to the doctors like they need to. Mm-hmm. People don't get it checked out. People don't go to the gym, eat healthy. People waste their time doing things that seem fun. Like, for example, you have your Bentley. It might seem fun to take it to 180 miles or 120 Ooh. miles. hundred. But that's your Bentley. I know, right? You're going to drive that joint 30 miles an hour. I, I definitely buy no Bentley for you to see me in a flash. You know what I mean? You drive that 40 miles an hour. So it might be fun to speed it up, but you're going to take care of that car. Whereas life, we don't do the same thing. We don't We don't, We don't. don't really take care of it. We We would do things that seem fun, that, that seem like some people drink and black out, right? Some people are taking crazy amount of drugs. And, and, and let me not say... There's there's a whole bunch of other factors. There's depression. There's the environment that you grow up in. There's you know not knowing. Some people just don't know. Some people don't have access to doctors. It's funny because I was just gonna say something to that point. Yeah. We live life. This is not a quote. This is my quote. Okay. I think right. We live life constantly trying to escape life. Mm. Ooh. That deep ended, right? Yeah, like, this is a deep, this is a deep episode, man. I'm trying to tell y'all. We should let that sit there for a little bit. But we live life constantly trying to escape life. Like nobody, if everybody, if you, like people know you eat processed food, 
and stuff like that. You eat sugar and those great tasting things. Yeah. People know the result of that if yeah. you eat too much of it. But like you said, there's other issues that people go, go through in life that they just like, I just want to. this moment of five years of me eating pizza every day. You know what I mean? And and so we live like constantly trying to escape life. And also, I think we misjudge and we really trick ourselves in thinking we have time. Mm. And and that's and that's the biggest pill I'm trying to really swallow. I text you a couple of days ago and I and I was like, yo, I wish I was twenty again. Yeah. And he was like, For what? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like you where you are is where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Like just just make the next years you have ahead of you um count. But it's just like, yo, we, we think that, oh, I I don't have to do that today. Yeah. I just do that tomorrow. Yeah. And that's the pride of life. That thinking that you can do something on your time. Yeah. Where for one, we didn't even bring ourselves into this world. It was a decision somebody else made. Somebody else made. So yeah. basically, you're always living your life based and, on... And chances. It wasn't even their choice. It was a bunch of other things. You were the lucky one to swim to the so, egg. If people understand that for one, you didn't put yourself on this earth. What make you think that you can decide when, when something's going to happen or when to leave? <laughs> yeah. Like you're really going to leave this world the way you came in yeah. on someone else's decision. Yeah. You know what I mean? Be it God, be it someone takes your life on yeah. the earth. It's it's not. Nobody says unless you're like a hundred something years old and all your friends died, all your family died. No one's who's fifty years old. I hope don't say, hmm, Thursday, let me die. And then just, <laughs> and then, and then, just go to sleep. And then, and then, and then just go, go to sleep and they die. That's witchcraft. You know, you know what I mean? But yeah. it's like we have this pride of life that we think that, you know, that's why, like, the episode that we actually was going to do, um, we did the Happy New Year episode. Mm. The topic that we was going to do was um, topic on waiting. And things like that. Mm, and I, I that. and I basically was going to say, like, I hate waiting because I understand how nothing is promised tomorrow. Anybody who tells me, oh, no, don't, don't do that now. Wait. And then they don't like for how long? Oh, no, no, just wait. And I'm like, I can die. Yeah, tomorrow. Today. <laughs> like, 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 you know what I mean? Like, like, give me like. My argument for not waiting is I can die today. What is your argument for uh f- for uh waiting? You don't have one because life is so unpredictable. You know what I mean? I will. I I kind of do want to touch on that, but I'm gonna wait for the waiting episode. I I forgot that was uh. I may not. I, I, may, I may not be here. You might not be here. <laughs> I, I I give it to you. I think also it's like there was a there was this quote from um. Uh, there's this um, pastor that I follow, Sarah, uh, I don't know her last name, but T.D. Jakes' daughter. Jakes? Is her last name Jakes? I think it's like Robert Jakes or oh, something Robert like that. Jakes, yeah, you're something right. like that. Um, I think. But she said that I'd rather die doing something that I love, knowing, rather die doing something that I love and knowing that it didn't work out than dying, never pursuing it and wondering what if. Right. And so with that whole waiting thing, sometimes you is a process, right? Nothing ever happens. Well, some things happen suddenly, but if it happens too quick, what was the worth of that thing? Mm -hmm. Usually things that happen too quick weren't really worth it. 
things that take time were worth it. Like some of the best meals I've ever had, not all, but most of the best meals I've ever had took a while. Like they had to, they really had to, they had to put in the fridge overnight, take it out, do some more things to it and then put in the oven and then, and then, and and that all that anticipation makes it probably it's just all that anticipation. No, no, it's probably not even the taste. There's something to the food, to cooking it. Like with me, Mm -hmm. something as simple as seasoning food. I season, I don't season and cook my food the same day. Yeah. I always season it the night before and I let it sit there and I let it get into the, the food that I'm making. So like there's something to that. But, but it's, it's, but if you love cooking, if you love cooking, now, if you don't love cooking, then yeah, you hate the you hate mm. the process. But if you love cooking, if you love what you're doing, you're gonna enjoy that that time that you're waiting. Does it feel like waiting then? Or, or, or like, it is waiting because okay, it's okay. it's a result that you're working towards. But you're doing something that you love, and it might be processing. You might not love cutting food. You might not love cutting meat. It's probably certain things you don't like. You don't like oh, about yeah, the yeah, process, yeah. but you have to do it to get to that point. So it's like, yes, there's a process in things that if you're doing something that you love, right? If you're not doing something that you love, yes, then what are you doing? Unless you're saying, I'm doing this now, like, and it goes back to what we said at the beginning of the episode. There's a means to an end, right? Yeah. I'm doing this now to get to this point where I can start doing what I love. Mm-hmm. So, so if you're doing something that you love or you have a means to an end and you know, like, okay, I have to do this so I can get to this point, you, you would love the process, Regardless of how long you have to wait, yeah, because you know, this will lead. What I'm doing is what I love, and I know where I'm trying to go. Yeah. So, that's that's my whole thing about the waiting. Uh, but I don't want to get too much into it. We could shelf that for another episode. Yeah. So, with life, then, if we was to put a last word to life, right? I'm my last word gonna be a question to you. Are you happy with your life, like right now? And I'm not talking hypothetically. I'm talking to Chen. Yeah. I think I've been happy with life for a while. Is there I, I don't think I was ever unhappy with life. There was okay. points where I was like, man, like, I might as well tell y'all. Like, graduating from school, I was like, man, this is going to be the end of my life. I don't see myself ever leaving this place. <laughs> <laughs> um, or I, I didn't think I was going to complete it. So, it was like one of those things. Like, man, I, I and, and it was and a lot of times you make mistakes and then you try to uh, excuse it as like things were happening outside or you just didn't know. But it was really choices you made. Mm. And so, th- I had to sit once and say, man, how did I get to this point? How is it every semester I get to this point where I'm thinking about if I had to drop out or not? Um, damn, I don't know if I want to put it uh, sorry out there now. <laughs> um, but it was just like I had to then sit to myself and say, yo, I'm making these choices. I'm, you know, I'm either going to bed mad late and oversleeping or I'm picking these super hard classes that I don't need to take. I'm taking 18 to 21 credits a, a semester. Like, I'm doing this to myself. And so, um, so yeah, it was one of those things, like, when I start to accept that, not everything, but a lot of things 
that were going wrong in my life were because of the choices I made, I kind of started to be like, okay, you know what? If I could choose to make my life harder, I could choose to kind of be happy. Yeah, yeah. So. I would agree. With me, I'm getting there. With a happy with my life. I I can recognize when someone's living life and like is trying to escape it at the same time. I probably category. I probably put myself in that category, but it goes down to uh, like you said, your choices, not excuses, but like yeah. really, your choices. Every choice. I I think of it like a video game, which is crazy. Yeah. I always think of whatever choice I make. That choice opens multiple doors, multiple roads. And certain roads don't have to be traveled down for me to know that I don't need to go down that dead end. Mm-hmm. Many times when you're going down the street, they let you know what type of street it is before you get to the dead end. You yeah. see dead end signs before you get to the dead end. So like with my life, it's just like you said, the sense of choosing the right things. And you're not going to choose the right thing all the time. Mm. But the things that you know is right. Choose them. Choosing to be happy, number one, Steve Harvey, my friend uh, uh, shared this story with me about Steve Harvey. Um, I, I don't know if it's true. So if, he, if, if I'm lying to y'all, he lied to me first, right? So <laughs> Steve Harvey, he said he had a friend uh, back in the day, back when he was like back in the day, back before he started doing comedy. He said he had somebody that uh, used to call him every morning, like six o'clock in the morning, just joyous, just happy. Da, 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 da. And Steve Harvey didn't have a job at the time. And so every morning this guy would call and Steve Harvey would just be angry on the phone. He's like, why are you calling me this early? Like, like, what's wrong with you? You know what I mean? This friend did this for, I want to say, 27 days straight. Yeah. And Steve Harvey just got mad. And then one day the friend called him and he was like, every morning I call you, Steve, to shed joy, to give you joy and things like that. And you just sleep in. You just sleep in away life. Like, you're not even waking up choosing to be happy. You're just choosing to wake up upset or choosing just to waste your life away, waste your potential away. I'm disappointed with you. And the reason why I like that story, if it's true, is that it's sometimes as simple as a choice. Sometimes that choice can open doors and just open perspective that, oh, I choose to be happy today. Or I choose to live my best life. Or I choose to follow this. And I choose not. Sometimes I choose not. The uh, the video I sent you about Kevin on stage. He said that the only thing he's good at is not giving up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's just choosing not to give up. Choosing not to To let it get you down. You know what I mean? So many times in life, we are where we are based on our choices. Yeah. You know what I mean? Things that you're ignorant in, you're not going to know about. But things that you do know about, man, please make better choices so you can have a better life. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah, um, and to just piggyback on what you're saying, you know. Um, you know, to live a, a life, right? One, to know if you're living a great life or a good life, you have to know what the end looks like. Like, what do you want people to say in your funeral? What do you want people to see you as? You know, there's certain things that you probably do in life right now where, you know, you think it's important, you know, like making sure your Instagram is popping or make it, bring your followers up and all that. But it's like when you go to your funeral, are you going to be happy 
with those that 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 choice of putting all that energy into your Instagram, putting all your. If you are, then cool. But if you have certain relationships or certain people or certain things that are, are falling to the wayside because of your choices and 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 you did not realize how important they were to you until well, I don't know how you would realize if you passed, but. But let's say you were able to go to your funeral and you're sitting around and you see all these people that you're like, man, I wish I spent more time with that person. Because we always have the perspective of, I wish I spent more time with that person of course, before of they, course, of they pass away. But what if you was the one to pass away? Yeah. Will you, have, will you feel the same way with all these other people that mm-hmm. came to your funeral? Like that one cousin that you surprised that they came and because you guys had a beef. Will you be surprised that will you want to be like, man, I should apologize. Yeah, or, man. man, I should. So it's one of those things. And like you said, it all comes down to choice. And I think a lot of times we say we can't do this, no matter how dire it is. But when you say you can't do something, it's because you choose not to do it due to something being there or something being so hard. Or there be a, another choice to make yeah. that just seems the more appropriate one, you know? Um, but I think that choice conversation would be expanded upon in another podcast. Yeah, and and like Chen said, life is not promised tomorrow. And by all means, if you got someone that you are beefing with, drop it, man. Man, drop call, it. Call your mother, man. Unless they kill somebody in your family, then press charges. But but um, you know, still forgive. Yeah, and like you said, unless um, they're white, uh, racist. Whoa. White racist. If they're white, you can forget. If they're white racist. I did not know where you was going with that. I feel like we should stop forgiving those people. Just for a little bit. I won't because I'm a, I'm a Christian. I'm a black. I'm a, I'm a Christian saved Christian. I'm not saying nothing else. But but um, but I love white people. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I, I, love, I love all people. But black lives matter. Anyways, uh, this was a great podcast. Thank you for coming in, man. Um, guess what, though? Chicken butt. I don't know. It's Black History Month, man. Okay. Black History Month, man. <laughs> you know, I did my. Uh, I had a dream uh, speech two weeks ago, but you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's not just Martin Luther King Day. It's Arthur Malcolm. I said Arthur. That's that's terrible. It's also uh Martin. It's also uh, Malcolm X Day. You know. Uh, Nikki Giovanni Day. Um, who else? Who else is out there? Uh, Rosa Parks Day. I'm about to say you gotta need some women, man. Come on. Um, who else? Who else? Uh, uh, Hidden Figures. All those three engineers. You ain't, you don't know their names. I uh, no. Okay. Uh, anyways, uh, anyways, thank you for listening. Happy Black History Month. Um, shout out to all the Black Lives Matter people. Um, stay black. Stay proudful. Um. If you're a white person, hug a black person today. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get out of here before I get in more trouble. All right, man. Uh, Have a good day, man. Bless you.